The recording has now started, so now we... All right. All right, there we go. You cool. want to intro it? Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the Iced Coffee Hour with your host, uh, Graham and Jack. Welcome back. That what is this, the sixth? We're both uh, hosting each other. Exactly. So welcome to the yeah. Iced Coffee Hour. This is what, the sixth episode? I think so. Or is it the seventh? Yeah, this, I don't know, the sixth. They all, the they all blend together after a while, exactly. don't they? But uh, really quick, we should address it. We should talk about what we're what we're The elephant with. in the room. Yeah. All of this new gear that we have, thanks to Rode. They sent us all this stuff. They were really great about it because they didn't even ask for like a shout out or anything. Like they they said, typically we just ask for this, but like you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So like this is honestly like a sincere thank you to Rode for doing this. It's incredible. We just like this is our first video ever filming with this, so it'll be cool to look back at this years from now and like be like, oh, it all started here. Uh, so yeah. So Rode, thank you so much. And for anyone who's thinking about like mic equipment or audio equipment, so far this has been the best. So far. Like, this is this is the fancy stuff that, like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm blown away at it so far. Yeah, way better than all the stuff we've tried otherwise. And uh, also, for those of you who are curious, these are NT1 mics, and this is the Rodecaster Pro, and this is just, like, a sound slash, like, mixing board. I don't know. I'm not really that much of an audio guy, mm-hmm. but it's got some cool features. Cool. So thanks to Rode. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and then I also have a question. If you guys prefer me having the stand and not having the stand, if the pop like is really bad just let me know because i prefer to have it like held in my hand but if you guys all think it's like way better like that just let me know so what does the pop do this is a pop filter right so what does that the do? pop filter basically means that like you ha- if you put it on it should dampen like when you go pee- when you make a pee sound <laughs> when i go pee? no not when yeah. you go pee when you make a pee sound it yeah. like it like pop. yeah it kind of sounds like a sonic boom kind of really? like if you don't have one on yeah really like, like, not wow. like a sonic boom, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. a more gentle <laughs> sonic boom. Okay. Yeah. Exaggerating a little bit there. It exactly. makes a sonic boom. So, so yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> think it's too bad. Make a pee. It's just a sonic boom okay. everywhere. For those of you guys who are curious, thank you so much, by the way. 14,000 subs. Mm-hmm. And we've made $677.63. You know what? We should do an update every week. Yeah. We'll be like, here's how much we've made so far. Exactly. So, what is it? So, $600 uh, this month. And we've done four monetized episodes four monetized episodes that's right mm-hmm. yeah. but also like we're still making money from the first two episodes that's true because yeah yeah so and who for those of you guys who are curious uh the video with jeremy did 284 dollars video with christine 162 wow. and then our third biggest video was telling how much money this podcast made which made uh, ninety-two dollars. I love that. I love, that's my favorite thing is you explain how much money you make, and, and that you make makes money. money. And then what you do is you explain mm-hmm. how much money you make, telling people how much money you make. That's my favorite. So I think we should, every episode can be how much money the podcast has made this week. Yeah, I'm totally just, about it. Yeah, <laughs> to just title the video that. Oh yeah, and it just continue yeah, every week. That's it's smart. Just the same it's just, title. And we just much? totally reformat the podcast. Yeah, I just put like EP seven, EP eight. Exactly. This is like how much money it makes. So uh, <laughs> we we can't hear this, but I know yeah. that this sound. You guys are going to be able to hear that, and that just made a money sound. Nice. So we can't hear oh, it because we're cool. not wearing headphones, but you guys can hear it. That's cool. So uh, so yeah, I just want to know how this podcast has performed. Uh, to like, has it performed to your expectations or anything? How do you think it's doing? compared to like how you thought oh man i mean it's tough because ideally for a channel like this i would want there to be daily content it's it's tough for me to only post once a week i don't like it i'll be honest i i know with a podcast format like that you have to do that we're doing longer episodes so instead of you know 10 minutes 
four times a week. It's just one 40 minute episode. I still prefer the posting daily. It's tough. It's tough to see one big spike and then it just, you know, settles down and then goes up again. So, yeah, I can I mean, throw up like a, a screenshot of our analytics sheet like right now, just so you guys can see every single Sunday we just make like, you know, a decent amount more money than all the other yeah. days of the week. It's not even about the money. It's just no, it's you views, see the spike of yeah. watch time views, and views watch time, and engagement. And, yeah. then, and then Monday is usually okay. Tuesday is like, man. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday to suffer. And I'm sitting there being like, no, we need to post to get that, get that back up again. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I don't know. But otherwise, it's been fun. It's just, uh, it, it, it's an interesting progression where I'm, I'm used to, taking control and be like, no, we're just posting more videos now. Mm-hmm. And so. for those of you guys who are asking, because you guys have been talking about this a lot, I don't think that we can do more than one episode per week. No, At we least can't. like as it is right now, yeah. it just takes up a lot of time to edit these videos. Like, I mean, I've spent like the Jeremy video took like 20 hours after recording it. There was just audio issues, everything. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really difficult to fit another episode in the week, but for right now, for right now, one episode a week, yeah, we're doing the one. But yeah, thank you guys again so much yeah. for all the support and everything. Um, I would also like, I'd like to do something to show my appreciation. Uh, if there's like, if you guys want to comment something or like any video suggestion or something that that or, that we could throw into the reveal. podcast, yeah, like a leg <laughs> reveal, like we'd be super happy to do that on the podcast. So, uh, what if there's like a top comment saying that you know you want something different in the podcast or you want things to stay the same? You know, we'd be willing to like. I mean. I don't know about you. Like, mm. I definitely would be willing to go out of my way to to do. I think you would too. To yeah, of course. Do whatever yeah. we can or anything you guys would like to see. Any special footage? Definitely. So let's catch up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to meet Loff. Obviously, you guys saw on the last podcast yep. episode, which is crazy. And yeah, I know you were a big fan. I'm a huge fan mm-hmm. of his, and uh, it's really funny because he totally is. He's like, the same person. He's the same exact person yeah. as he is in his video. He's a YouTuber. For those of you guys who missed mm-hmm. that episode. He's exactly the same in person as he is on YouTube. Yeah, yes. Which is just, I mean, it was great to yeah. like see that he's the same person. I because, love his laugh. Yeah, his, his laugh, laugh is, is His laugh is great. He's just so laid back. So yeah. he makes you want to relax. Exactly. You could be the most uptight person, but you hang out with him and you're just, you're calm. If it's anyone really nice. should create ASMR videos, it should definitely be Loft. Oh, wow. You're going to give him ideas. That could be his new like huge hit channel. Yeah, totally. I yeah. mean, like... It was funny during the podcast. I I kept on saying like, oh, "Are you sure it's like scooted up close yeah. enough to him?" Because he was kind of speaking like with the microphone a little far away from his face. I go check out the audio. His audio is like ten times better than Graham's <laughs> than our audio. It's so wow, crystal clear yeah. and like yeah. But you were the big fan. I mean, you were the one who was like he was fangirling. Over, yeah, I was totally Andrew fangirling. Hales, yeah. I was getting all giddy yeah. and like, why why Andrew why Andrew Hales why Loff? Because I I just. I liked his style and I know for a fact all of his pranks were real yeah. and his personality is so, attra- it was so attractive to me. Like not, like, it was, it was a, yeah. it was a good, it's a great personality. Yeah. I, I just think he's a, he's a cool guy. Yeah. And I showed him to my friends. I showed him to my family. So that also had some like, it's like childhood stuff. Like sure, imagine yeah. you meeting people that you used to watch in your Kenan childhood. Kenan Thompson. I don't know oh, if it'd be man. of that if, like degree, but. If I met Kenan Thompson, I would love, he doesn't even have an Instagram unfortunately because i wanted to reach out to the guy does not have an instagram maybe as a twitter or something like that but like he i would i would i would go crazy if i met keenan thompson Mm -hmm. kel mitchell too i think kel has a has a instagram i would i would love to hold on let's see if kel mitchell is going to respond to your instagram dm let's see i would let's see Kel. this is how we do things here by the way we just reach out to people on Instagram. Wow, he's got 1.1 million followers on on uh, Instagram. What do I say? Let's let's DM. Say, him. hey man, big fan. You know, come on my podcast. 
So I said, hey, man, just wanted to say I'm a huge fan and grew up watching. Uh, you might want to do something where you say, like, I run a YouTube channel with, like, 2 million plus subscribers, just so it gives them more incentive to respond oh, yeah. to you. Okay, let's, let's see. I run a YouTube channel with 2.1. I can just go 2.11 okay, yeah. million subscribers. Yeah, so here's the message I sent. We should just do a whole episode, honestly, DMing celebrities. Yeah, that's super popular right now on YouTube. I would do that. Yeah. Let's do that. Maybe that that's the next podcast, guys. So Suggest some people in the comments. Yeah. Actually, yeah. How about this? We'll reach out. Uh, comment. Yeah. Comment people in the dis- uh, in the description. Comment people in the comment people in the comments. Uh, yeah. Someone else. They're not going to come through. They're not going to hear it. This is Road okay. Mike, by yeah. the way, guys. They can't. Yeah. yeah we can't hear it. Yeah, so anyway, so comment some celebrities uh, in the comments. And uh, whoever's the most liked, we're going to go through and we'll DM reach out. Yeah. Celebrities. So here's what I said. I said, hey, man. I run a YouTube channel with 2.11 million subscribers, and I just want to say I'm a huge fan. Grew up watching Keenan and Kel as a kid. Absolutely love the opportunity to do a collab or have you on my podcast. All the best. You know what I should do? I sh- I wanted to send him a picture of that signed uh, oh, thing. Oh, he would have loved that. But you know what? If I do that, I'm worried it's like Instagram only shows that like top little oh. first thing. So if I send him a picture, it'll be like has sent you an image. Let me try it Look, really quick. Let me try Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson has an Instagram. Yeah, and I didn't see it last time. Five hundred twenty thousand me... followers. So you you have probably a higher chance reaching out to this guy. Keenan Thompson. How does Kellen more? I I thought Keenan was huge from maybe uh, he, SNL. he just maybe he just created his Instagram. You know what? Let me just. I'm gonna be lazy. I'm just gonna copy, just copy and paste, paste it. Yeah, yeah, they won't know. No. Or will they? Just watch, they talk every day, and they're just like, yo, man, guess who this is just That'd messing be cool me. if they did. Graham Stephan, I'm like, you I mean, know, I'm not, he's like, oh, they sent me the same thing. I'm not going to lie. Like, when I saw that autograph poster, I had no idea who it was. Really? Yeah, like, I I just know, I think Keenan was the guy in SNL, right? Yeah. Yeah, just changing the yeah. names. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm going to put, I even got your autograph way back in the day. All the best. Oh, that's sweet. It's a little. All right, sent. That would be amazing, man. You know what? I should follow Keenan Thompson just as a show of good faith. Give him a follow. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I would have to do Kel Mitchell too because you can't follow one. No, you can't. No, you can't. Following Keenan and Kel. So yeah, meeting Loft was crazy. I also did something. I uh, I made my first ever option trade. Gosh, I told you not to do it. So but... he told me not to do it it's... in our private mentorship group. Link down below in the description. Um, I was talking with the guys in the zoom call and one of them was telling me about selling puts. So I decided to do it and I sold a put on NIO strike price, $7 mm. for those of you guys who know options. That's what I did. And, uh, yeah, I made like $29 off a $700 investment. It was a small investment. Obviously I'm not going to do a bunch of money yeah. in the beginning when I'm, you know, doing options trading, but I made some money off of it. Congratulations. And I remember telling Graham and Graham was just like, Oh my God. But I mean, you would have made more money just buying two, two shares of Tesla. You would have made way more. Yeah, but money. that would have required like a two thousand dollar investment. But and you, also, but you invested two thousand dollars. No, I invested seven hundred. Wow. Oh, well, you could buy fractional shares. You would have made more money buying a fractional share in Robinhood. Anyways, anyway. I made some money, and Graham was just like, "Oh my god!" And you're just, you know, you know, you gambling. win, you win a couple of times, yeah. a little bit, and then one time you lose, and that's it. That's everything. Remember that article we read? It was like uh, that that. Lady, who is she? She was like, you know, Robinhood is like a fun gambling game. Yeah, it's easy money. Yeah, reminds me. Uh, it's not easy the, money. The situation. Like I when know. I had the contract, I was so scared upon the expiration date. Like the entire week, I was thinking, like, oh my god, what happens? Like, am I gonna end up losing money? And am I gonna making money? It's like it's the same thing as going to Vegas 
and you know putting your money on black or red it's, well, we'll it's like, see. Yeah, that could be easy money too, but you sit there like, oh, maybe we'll I lose. Maybe I lose my money. Okay. Because if we'll I see. made like, you know, I made like right. three, four percent in I, what five days? I want you to do days? it twenty times, and I want you to make money fifteen out of those twenty times. Then I think that would be a good gauge of how well you're doing. All right. Seventy-five percent of the time, you make money. I'm gonna continue trading options and gambling away all of the <laughs> money I'm getting from the podcast. All right. And uh, and yeah. All right. And you guys will be able to see the updates as we go. So. Okay. Good. You know what? We should do uh, a weekly recap, like the beginning of every podcast episode. One, how much money has the podcast made? And two, how much money have you made trading options? And how much money have I lost? <laughs> Am I gonna end up loot offsetting them, all the money we make from just, the podcast? Just see them balancing out. Like we made five hundred dollars this month in the podcast, and then I lost four hundred dollars so trading gain, options. Yeah. yeah. So I'm losing money doing this, but you know. So yeah, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated right. and uh, we'll let you guys know how much the podcast makes. Right. We have we're totally cool being transparent. For those of you guys who are curious, right. we did not post on the Graham Stefan show on Tuesday. Why, Graham? Gosh, that Pokemon, Poke, Pokemon, Pokemon video. Crazy. Yeah. So that's that I think is one of the, if not the first time on the, on the second channel, I purposely didn't post on a day. Mm-hmm. I we had a video was, ready. Yeah. We had a video ready. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so what my, my theory with YouTube algorithms is that when you have a video that's doing so well and it's just getting pushed out to such a large audience, when you post a new video on YouTube, sometimes YouTube will prioritize that new video over the one that's doing really well. And I didn't want to jeopardize that video like cutting down in views because people really enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of people are subscribing from that video. And the next video we have after that just there's no comparison. It's like we're going yeah, from it's... my response to Pokimane to I keep my life savings in cash. What do I do? Not to downplay you know, the video. You to... guys definitely should check it out. Yeah, yeah. When definitely we definitely it see on, the video. You know. It's it's up right now, so you can see the video I'm talking about. But like there's my response to Pokimane, and then there's I keep my life savings in cash sitting in a safe. What do yeah. I do? So there you know, I wanted to purposely wait and just let that video breathe for a little bit and then we're gonna resume posting. And for those of you guys who do not know, Pokimane is a, a person who Twitch, uh, Twitch live streams, and she's basically the female face of Twitch. And uh, she reacted to the uh, Jubilee video too. I didn't watch that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Want, I, yeah, we could do my response to Pokimane part two. Part two, and just like have a yeah, and just run with it. Oh man, I don't want to overplay it, but but yeah, basically we posted the video and it outperformed like basically everything we've done in a long time on the on second the, channel. Yeah, on the second channel. So that, we just yeah. left it. That was, I think, actually the number one performing video I've ever had on the second channel in the first like week yeah ever by probably double or triple it's crazy which is insane yeah yeah we got to start responding i think to more people just come up with like just random people on youtube just, just popular people my response to them to h3h3 it couldn't yeah. even you know it doesn't even have to anybody. be a video about you yeah no it just be him just talking yeah and just i'm responding to it yeah yeah oh well as if he's talking to you yeah, you exactly. act like he's talking <laughs> to you but you're just I talking to yourself deeply offended about what's been going on about this so this is my official response exactly to and then you insert whatever popular name here Banger videos. Yeah, Mr. my response to Mr. Beast. It's All the like, time. It's like, it's like he's never reached out to you, ever. Oh, we got to talk uh, about that Mr. Beast. Finger on the app. Finger on the app. How far did you go, Graham? Uh, <laughs> I got 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, and then I realized, like, I don't have a chance at winning this, and I'm better off just working. I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts afterwards. How long did you go? So I went two hours, and just really quickly... Uh, you basically just have your finger on an app and see whoever does it longest gets like a bunch of money. And it was sponsored by Mr. Beast. Mm-hmm. So I went for two hours. I Are they still going now? Yes or has no. someone won? Yeah, so I checked this morning and one of the guys got like 23 hours into it and the app glitched. 
Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I so saw that was that. the one on trending. And then there was another one. I felt so bad for the guy. I was watching his. Um, you know what? I'll be able to give him a shout out. So at the very least, he didn't. He didn't win. Uh, but we'll be. Uh, it's called Saucy Together. Saucy Together. Saucy Together. And he's got fifty uh, five hundred subscribers here. Uh, so yeah. So Saucy Together. He went all night. And and this morning I was watching him around like ten a.m. and he was still there. And he's got like either his wife or his girlfriend or someone with him, like really supporting him. And he's been up all night. Obviously, he's like drained, and he's kept his uh, finger on the app, and he's got no lives left. So if his finger goes off the app, he's out. And he's sitting there, and you see him like holding the app, and then all of a sudden, the app just restarts out of nowhere. Like it he just didn't turns do anything. Off. Yeah, he didn't do wow. anything wrong. And he was one of one hundred and two people. So he was almost there. Yeah. This guy got 127,000 views on his stream. I think that's worth it. Yeah. For streaming. And for a brand new channel to get 5,000 subscribers overnight, it's huge. What I should have done, ideally, now that I'm realizing it, is should have live streamed. Mm-hmm. I should have taken it really seriously, done it for charity, just, you know, set up the cameras, whatever, and just been there on my phone. I really should have done that and set up a charger. Um, because I started seeing people doing that, and they're getting, you know, they're getting thousands, tons of views, thousands, and and no one had like a. I was surprised. I thought like bigger uh, channels would would be doing this. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any big channels that were live streaming themselves doing this at all. I don't know why. You know, I th- my thought was I honestly felt like I didn't have a chance at winning this. There were going to be people who are way more motivated than I am to do this, who really needed the money. Um, you know, I would have donated it to a charity or to something like that, but. Uh, should have done it next yeah. next next challenge. I'll do I it. did I did two hours and I kind of realized like an hour in I was like I just I can't do this for you know because it would probably be like forty eight hours probably. you know f- two straight days and I just I cannot do that right now even if it is like you know seventeen thousand dollars it's like if I get there and I what I'm number two like I get second place it's like yeah. come you know what I mean you would have had that, to have live streamed like, you you would have had to monetize it somewhere. like I had to. I had to, I, I, I had stuff I had to do. I like I had a video, you know, I got to edit. I have like a podcast I have to prepare for. And I just, I, I couldn't do all of that at the yeah. same time as just holding my I finger on I think a lot of it's my, a lot of it I think is mindset. I think you really have to have like believed like, I'm going to do this at, at all costs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be up all night. I'm, I'm going to make it happen. Because that's what it seemed like. The motivation of these people were on it. I, I think that I definitely had the confidence. Yeah. Like, I think that if I put my, I truly think if I should put my mind to it, it, I think I could have, well, I we think should, I could win it. If, the thing yeah. is, it's like, I just, I, I analyzed it from a realistic perspective. You know what I mean? And just like, it's not worth it. What we should have done is honestly just live streamed on the uh, iced coffee hour, set that up and you just do it and you just live stream the and, entire time. Yeah. Yeah. There was another person, I, I think it was fake. I don't know if it was real or not because these these kids seem kind of sketchy. But they had their phone and they had like one of those Android phones with the stylus. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we're doing it with a stylus pen. And what they would do is to switch hands, they would like, you know, put it on their chin and then like do this and like keep it on there or like to switch hands around like that. Yeah, they could probably Um, just do that instead of using their chin. Right. Uh, Well, no, they were holding it. Oh, okay. So they were holding it like this and then they went like that and then like grabbed it to keep it on. But they were trading. They were taking turns. So like... You know, you would see the one guy holding it, and he'd pass it off to his friend who would just hold it on there. Uh, but they never really showed the screen, so I was kind of skeptical if they were just doing it for views. Yeah, I think there's so many ways that yeah. you could have cheated that system. Like, I was thinking, you know, you get, like, three lives. What if every life you just, like, passed it off to someone then took a sleep break, you know, for eight hours? It's just, there's so many ways yeah. around it. 
Yeah. I hope that's the, the person that does win though did it like real like authentic. Yeah. Authentically. Yeah. I don't I don't know because because some of those things are just so outside the box. Like I would have never thought to use like one of the stylus. I didn't think to use one of those either. Yeah. Which that would make it a lot easier because your your thumbs get sweaty after a while. Yeah. My thumb was it was it was just like sticking to the screen. Yeah. It was like, mildly uncomfortable. Right. Poor me. So yeah, we'll we'll see who wins on that. I think that mm-hmm. would be really interesting. I hope he releases that video soon. Upon the uh, topic topic of Twitch, uh, would you ever stream on Twitch or would you ever live stream? I'm not a big fan of live streaming, to be honest. I mean, I, I went live on Instagram maybe once or twice, and I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like the live aspect it's scary. of it. Yeah, I just don't, I don't, like, uh, I don't like being live. I have a lot of respect for people that go live because mm. you're like under a microscope. No. And if you get caught doing any, like, you know, like, who knows what? Mm. You know, so, something bad can happen, and then all of a sudden, you know, the turntables. <laughs> the turntables. So. I don't know. I like, I like uh, having... To be able to like think out what I want to say and stuff like that. Even this, I mean, this is all unedited, but uh, I mean, to a certain degree, it's not like people are throwing questions at me left and right live, and I you got you got to respond to it. Whatever you say is it seems out. stressful. Yeah, I'm just not a huge fan. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Also, for streaming, I think the main source of revenue is uh, is donations. And yeah. I feel like just knowing your personality, it would be weird for you to accept tips from people. I think that you you would feel weird about it. Oh, would you? people like having their name come up on the screen though. But they would don't you do it would you feel person. weird saying like, "Oh, thank you for the three you know five dollar tip or whatever"? No, you wouldn't. No, because I know I? because you didn't really like the idea of a Patreon. Uh, well, I guess it's no different than a Patreon, but I don't know. Like a Patreon's like a monthly recurring something, you know. Uh, uh, it doesn't have Being to be. Being live, I don't know. I feel like if, I, if I'm live and someone wants to willingly, you know, donate, go ahead. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I think, it's, I think yeah. it's the same thing, but let's see. Let me just check out these sounds. All right. One thing that's interesting, I don't know if we can talk about this, but let me know if we can so mm-hmm. I can stop myself. Yeah, so Twitch is like the main live streaming platform. And then Mixer, you know Mixer? came out no. so mixer was microsoft's version of twitch they came out with this new live streaming platform and they paid a couple of creators like i don't know how much but i think it's like tens of millions of dollars like ninja like the biggest twitch mm-hmm. live streamer they paid him to move from twitch to mixer yeah and they paid this other guy like ton of money probably as well to move from twitch to mixer um and then they just shut down like they were running for a couple of months. I think I heard about something. And like then this, they just right? shut. Like, yeah. Oh, they I went, heard about this with Ninja. They closed yeah. it. Yeah, it was right. with Ninja. They closed down Mixer it because just, yeah. it couldn't fight Twitch. Well, the thing is, it generally seems that if you have to pay a creator to go and join, it's it's probably not that good. Yeah. That That's my initial thought is if it's a good platform, people are just going to go and use it. Like I think TikTok, like maybe they pay people to go on there. I, I, I can't imagine they would. It's just it's so big that eventually people have to go on it. I just can't believe that like... Microsoft lost to Twitch. You know what I mean? It's like they, they couldn't provide yeah. something that was Do you do you think that there's going to be competition ever with YouTube? Or do you think YouTube's just way too big cuz I, I know I think they're way too big. Uh but but it's it, I don't think it's going to be competition for like um in YouTube format. Like like TikTok came around. Right. And that was so oh. different. I think there there's there's going to be different competition like that. Like TikTok I like I just feel like they're all so different. I don't, I don't think anything can compete with YouTube on a YouTube level in terms of like long form video content like this. 
I don't think so. Facebook has tried. They just, they, they're not doing it. Um, you know, Instagram tried Instagram. What is it? Instagram TV or whatever, whatever it know. was. It was terrible. It was horrible. Uh, that failed. Um, but Instagram got really good at the stories. And yeah. Snapchat kind of developed their own little thing on the sides. Right. Not as good. Not nearly as uh, good. And then, you know, TikTok came out that, that's now its own animal. So it's just a different so, form of entertainment you think can come. And yes. that would be able to take YouTube's place. But, but nothing that does what YouTube does. No. And even Twitch. I mean, I Twitch is yeah. really good at streaming. Mm-hmm. Then you got YouTube is really good at long form video content. And then, you know, Spotify, we could we could say is good for, uh, for you know, audio. And maybe and maybe they're going to dominate the podcast space. I don't know. Uh, but but you're going to have different sectors where they're all going to dominate in their own their own space. It's interesting because I never told you this, but, you know, you got an email from this one YouTube creator mm-hmm. who created their own platform that's supposed to compete with YouTube. And he got a few creators like it's like McJugger Nuggets or whatever. And, you know, Boogie2988, those yep. guys. Yeah, like they are now posting on this whole different platform that's supposed to be like competing with YouTube because I think they, they aren't happy with YouTube's policies or something like that. I didn't respond to it, but he, he, he wanted you to, to join the, the new platform. I mean, I'll take a look at it, but it seems like it's, it's YouTube loyalty like, is a... I like, I want to I, I put my stake right now in YouTube loyalty. Yeah, that's um, why I didn't. Yeah, I mean, they've obviously, they've, they've treated me so well that at this point, it's like, I owe a lot to YouTube, so exactly. you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay loyal to that. Yeah. Interesting, though, but it's so much money to uh, to run something like that. I can't imagine any, like, you know, private creator without probably tens of millions of dollars, at minimum, maybe even, you know, $100 million couldn't compete with YouTube. That's That's my thought. I think it would take probably 10 of the biggest creators to move over. Like, you would need, you know, like PewDiePie, oh, and you would need Mr. Beast, and like... Not, all of those I guys and you still don't even think because youtube also just has like a log of mm-hmm. just like you know 15 years of videos or whatever yeah. however long it's been around you know of just like golden content yeah it's it's gonna it's just gonna be interesting to see how they switch um around what people want to see and how they optimize for viewership and where mm-hmm. they lead and what direction that that's what i think is more interesting is how they navigate you know the type of content that they want on the platform mm-hmm. anyways i found that interesting yeah. i'll show you the the, right, we'll the website afterwards. Okay, cool. Also catching up on the week, um, I met Jason Oppenheim and we went to his house and his house is incredible. Yeah, it is. Like his house is so nice and it had some of the craziest features. He had a $50,000 TV that rises out of the ground on hydraulics. It's 50, crazy. $50,000. It's, yeah. it's crazy. That's like, that's like a fully loaded like Tesla Model 3. Right? That's a, well, it's a Tesla Model 3 performance. Basically, that, yeah. that's what it is. The highest end, yeah. No. Anyways, he had a crazy TV. You guys should check out that video. And also, he had $200 light bulbs. I saw these light bulbs in his house, and I was like, these light bulbs look really nice. I've never done that with a light bulb before. Mm. I'm not like a oh, light bulb connoisseur. Like, yeah. I couldn't tell, you know, a $2 light bulb from a $200. Yeah, I'll put up a picture of the light bulb. And I looked at it. I was like, wow, this is super nice. I should, like, try to look these up, maybe get a couple for myself. I look it up. It's called Buster and punch or something like that two hundred dollars for the bulb that's it just the bulb it's too fancy for me i mean what i got here is like a seven dollar light bulb and that for me was like wow seven dollars for a light yeah. bulb this should be like and this is like your centerpiece too it's like, like a centerpiece light bulb it's all it's one of those like uh, edison bulbs it's yeah like seven bucks but like ooh. no two hundred dollars yeah. it was 210 actually wow. per bulb yeah. and they're beautiful bulbs you'll see yeah but so it's well it's 230 with tax and everything so. yeah exactly gosh yeah just absolutely ridiculous imagine dropping it 
and just try to be all like gentle with it. You're literally holding like two one hundred dollar bills in your hand when you're holding yeah that, and you're burning them. Yeah, exactly. You're literally burning 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 money. So gosh, yeah, his house was absolutely incredible, and uh, he's a really cool guy. He's super super nice, very nice. So it was always it's always good to see like like you see someone that you've seen online before, a famous person, and they genuinely are like. At least in my opinion, like a good person. Oh yeah, you know, most it's very. Are, most people are good people. Though. That's, that's it's a nice think. thing yeah. to see. He also in his house had a real tree, that he then turned into a fake tree. I remember he got the real tree in there, and we were all telling him that it's not going to get enough light and like it, it's not going to do well inside. Like he can't grow an olive tree inside with the skylight. Uh, and then yeah, sure enough, it, it did. It didn't do so well. But I didn't know he he used that base of the tree and then had a silk guy. Yeah, come in and like plant leaves around he said it. Like, like the best silk guy in california i didn't know that was the thing imagine that's your claim to fame like i am the best guy silk for guy. silk like oh man i know a that silk sounds guy. like like the good old days like the 1700s when you have like a family oh, yeah, like the like, best shoemaker exactly and yeah. it just gets like handed down i make down. the best leather wallets in town like it one seemed of like our economy yeah. was past yeah. like that era but yeah. that's cool i mean someone has the claim to I fame of the, the best, best corn meal on this village exactly yeah. so yeah so we Gosh. had the best silk maker come and then make leaves for this um, tree that's not doing so well anymore. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you it, notice it, how I didn't say that word. Either yeah, I, I noticed. Yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, the tree it looked real. Yeah, it looked totally real. So if you guys uh, are looking, if you have a tree that's not doing so well, look for the best silk maker in California. We say, or your state. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, check out that video. It's pretty it's, awesome. It's interesting. Yeah, he had a bath outside of his house, uh, yeah. like a bathtub, literally like not inside of his house. So this is a surprise for Graham, mm-hmm. but on the last podcast with Lof, we talked about Rob's 10K friends and how you and him had both coincidentally went on this guy's like social media page yep. where he tries to meet three people every single day until he meets 10,000 people. And he, he meets uh, each person for like an hour. 30 and minutes, I believe. Was it 30, 30 minutes? 30 minutes or an hour. I don't know, actually. Maybe it, maybe it is an hour. Yeah. Anyways, he's been doing that for what? A couple of years now? Couple, three years? Yeah. Um, I reached out to him. He did. Yeah. And I'm going to meet him. So now I have... Uh, in my little schedule, I think this coming Tuesday, I'm going to meet Rob's 10K cool. friends. Yeah. Is this during business hours or this is after? This is I, uh, I said 8 a.m. So ah, it's like okay. a little on the right. earlier okay. side. That's good. Getting an early start. I would purposely, by the way, what I like doing is you set uh, things early in the morning. So it forces you. To you got to be up. You got to, you know. That's get, exactly. He yeah. said he had 8 a.m., 10 a.m., yeah. and then 12. That's what he did as an agent is I would purposely schedule showings for like 8 a.m. sometimes just because I know I would have to be up at 6 and I have to be in the shower. I got to eat, leave the house by 7.30 to be at the showing on time. So sometimes you just force yourself to make those meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you first decided to be a real estate agent, like from then until when do you think that you like hadn't made it? When did you feel like you had made it as a real estate agent? I uh, sold my first house. So that would have been about a year, about a year into it. When I sold my first house, that was my made it point. Right. So That's you just shadowed an agent for a while and yep. then you sold your first house. Sold How much was house. the first house that you sold? I believe it was This isn't three... like a, a lease you're talking about? No, this no, is... no, this is a sale. No, okay. before that I was doing little leases, um, making like a few hundred bucks here and there. Um, no, this, I th- it was three point. I think it was three point six five million, or three point six, or three point five five. That was the first house you sold. First house three point six. How did you get into that market so so quickly? I was holding open houses. Uh, I just I shadowed another agent uh, who was who was really kind of like teaching me the business. I just went to Beverly Hills. Like, you know, I I never lived in Beverly Hills. My I, I was living in Glendale at the time. And uh, yeah, I just drive to Beverly Hills just because I knew I wanted to work there. I happened to meet an agent uh, who was a Beverly Hills agent. 
and that's where I would hold open houses. Every single Sunday, I would hold an open house in Beverly Hills, and uh, would drive an hour, uh, hour there, hour back from Glendale, and was just, yeah. Did you know you wanted to be a real estate agent? Like, because I know you, you tried no. to actually go to college. You yeah, tried to. I tried to. It, it didn't pan out. No, I saw a commercial uh, for the show Million Dollar Listing, and um, it looked really interesting. So I, I started looking into real estate, and I was like, wow, like, this is really cool. And uh, so, yeah, so from, from that commercial, for Million Dollar Listing Season 2, I decided that I wanted to try real estate. Hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, Million Dollar Listing. Yeah, it was Million Dollar Listing, and um, yeah, it was. I think it was Chad Rogers was the one because we had like a similar haircut back in the day. And I was like, if Chad Rogers could do it, I could do it. Was there so. any like celebrities that you looked up to when you were a kid because you just like, like for that reason, like you, you totally thought that they were just like the this like icon uh, for like, million, their any, looks. Any, yeah, so the three original agents from Million Dollar Listing, so Chad Rogers, Madison Hildebrand, and uh, Josh Flagg. Did you like the show? Uh, I love the show. Yeah, but that was, I, I was watching the show before I realized, like, a lot of that is scripted. Like, that's not actually how it works. It's not a true representation of what it's like to be a real estate agent, but you sit there and watch it, and it's just glamorized to the extreme of, like, pulling up in your Mercedes and going on these listing appointments all the time and making, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, not like that at all, but um, it got me excited enough to, to want to do it. So those three agents, and then really anyone from Shark Tank. I mean, mm-hmm. those are the people who I would really... And when did you make that decision? That you wanted to do immediately how after old I saw the commercial. How old were you? Um, I was just before turning. It was eighteen. I think it was just as like so. High it was the perfect was, timing. Yeah, just as high school was kind of finishing up, and I was trying to figure out like you know what I wanted to do. I think I'm pretty sure at the time I was working, uh, doing some like data entry crap, because uh, because my high school was weird. So. We finished classes, I think it was, it was like January, February is when we finished our classes, but we didn't officially graduate until June. So we had those few months where we didn't have class and we didn't yet graduate. So that's when I got this data entry job. And um, so I was doing that. I hated it, could not stand it. And then that commercial came on. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that. So. And when you started being a real estate agent, was was your salary or however much, sorry, not salary, however much you were making, was it basically like a gradual increase or was there a certain time where all of a sudden, like I'm guessing I, that would be, you know, when you sold that $3 million house, it was just like, yeah, did you just step up and then all of a sudden that was just like your new average? Kind of. Yeah. It was, it was really, I mean, it was very much gradual. Um, I don't know. The first nine or 10 months of, of being an agent, I maybe made like 30 grand, maybe, maybe 20 to 30, some, some, somewhere around there is how much I made. And that was working, that was straight up like seven days a week, probably eight to 12 hours a day. Uh, yeah, there was not, I don't think there was one day where I didn't work in, in that very, maybe I took an occasional Saturday So why, did, off, why did you have that drive to, to work like that? I loved it. I had so much fun. You doing. loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I, w- I would get there at like, you know, eight or 9 a.m. and I would stay there until about why did 9 you, or 10 Why did you a.m. love it? Was so it, much fun. It was fun it was for you. It was fun. I just loved it. I just, I, 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 that was all I wanted. I wanted to go to sleep just so I could wake up the next morning. And That's do it interesting. Again. That's so cool yeah. because I've always been told like, you know, you pursue something that you're passionate about and the money will follow. If you, mm-hmm. you know, if you pursue the money, yeah. then it's just going to be much more difficult yeah. for you. So. Yeah. No, in the beginning too, I would just, I wasn't getting paid at all. Uh, I think the first like month or two, I just would go and chat, like just watch, uh, his name was Vigeli. I just, I just watched what he did and that was it. And, um, you know, I would get I would get there before he would even get in the office, and I would sit there just like looking at properties online. He would get in, 
and I would just whatever you needed me to do. If it was responding to emails, I would do it. Calling clients, I would do it. If you wanted me to go and like turn on lights at a house, I would do anything you wanted me to do. I would do it. And then that's when I started like shortly after like trying to figure out like oh I can take pictures of these properties. I can put them up on Craigslist. Did you ever want to open up your own brokerage? I, at first, I did. Um, I think early 20 when I was like 21 22 I really wanted to open up my own brokerage uh I think I I don't know what I wanted to call it but I think I I I had a name picked out and everything I can't remember but yeah I wanted to open up my own brokerage that was I think the the goal back then um oh I, I did want to throw this in um also just to show my appreciation what I would like to do is make hand make a ring, and then send it to someone. Send it to a subscriber. Cool. You think that's a good idea? Go for it, yeah. All right, so I don't know how exactly I so would... So what, what, you, what you have to do is subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, join the mentorship group. <laughs> Link down below in the description. Yeah, exactly. Two free stocks on Weeble. Two free stocks on Weeble, yeah. But um, If you could prove all of that, then uh, yeah, you got your... Exactly. I'll figure out something. We'll do okay. it. We'll, we'll organize that at some point. But I would like to hand make a silver ring for someone and then cool. give it to someone, that's nice. some viewer. Cool. Um, what do you think is the difference... Uh, between cheap and frugal. Oh, jeez. Um, well, I think frugal would be prioritizing, I guess, what's most important and really just trying to maximize the value of a dollar. And I think just being cheap is, uh, gosh, what is being cheap? I mean, the first thing I think of, of being cheap is, is, you know, doing something that, that's of less quality that's that's going to cost more in the long run, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh so a good example of that, let's just say uh, one of my H&M $3 shirts. I think it could be argued that those shirts have a, a, you know, have a lower, shorter lifespan than getting a $10 shirt that's going to be much better quality. It's going to last way longer. So in the time that you could just wear one $10 shirt for three years, the $3 shirt might be you know all warped and stuff like that after like six months of washing it. So it's going to cost you more in the long run. So I think... In general, I think cheap can cost more in the long run, whereas being frugal is about maximizing the value of your money. Hmm. That reminds me of this conversation that I was having uh, with the group, which was on like how Dave Ramsey says that you should not have any sort of debt, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that it's it's interesting because you and I view debt as it's a good thing, if it's like good debt, you know what I mean? Um and I think it's really interesting because I feel like someone like him, he probably, do you think he really truly believes that? Or do you think he spreads the word that debt is bad because for the general public, for the general average person, I think debt probably is bad because a lot of people are bankrupt by dumb decisions they make on a credit card or taking out bad debt. That's a good one. I mean, he speaks to the general population where debt is bad. So I I think, I think... He knows that debt can be utilized and leveraged and, you know, it can be a smart resource to go that route. But I think he also acknowledges, and he's dealt with way more people than I ever have, that for most people, they can't handle it responsibly. So the reason why he says that debt is bad is because it's probably more just like overall a better theme to live by for the average person. Yeah, I think if I were talking to nine out of ten people, it's better just to give the blanket statement, debt is bad. Stat of credit card debt. Um, I like to speak to that one in 10 who, Whereas you know, objectively, cons- like objectively, yeah. we think that debt can be good. Right. And you like to speak because you want, you know, you objectively view. I would speak on what I believe in, and I believe debt can be good. 
in certain situations where you're smart about it, I think it's a good thing. I think most people, though, won't understand the nuances of that, and it's really hard to follow for a lot of people. But if you're good at it, you, you could definitely use it to your advantage. It's also very comparable to like how everyone says you should buy and hold mm-hmm. and hold basically like forever because that's what a lot of people advise people to do because you see people that you know may have like uh, a lot of money in a retirement account or something like that and then all of a sudden it'll crash or they have like a lot of money in their stocks and all of a sudden it crashes they get so scared mm-hmm. that it's going to go even you know even smaller and all of a sudden they'll have like you know no money and they sell when it crashes you know and then they can lose a lot of money but the reason people say buy and hold is because you got to hold through all of those yeah. I've, Whereas yeah. the real thing is like, you shouldn't always buy and hold. You know what I mean? Like you have to, you have to, you have to analyze your holdings like every, you know what I mean? Like all the time and then think like, is this really? Some of it's so random that it's, it would be impossible. I think it would really be impossible to uh, correctly time the market consistently. I mean, you have hedge fund managers who do this for a living. Right. They're like the smartest people in the you can world. Sell and puts they, on NIO. <laughs> even the hedge fund managers can't do it. My, my only, the, th- the thing that I've learned is that moment when you feel like you need to sell, that moment is when you should not sell and buy. Every single time I've looked at like anything that I'm buying, I'm like, oh man, maybe I should just sell this off. Or you feel that like pit in your stomach, just like, ah, that's the point where you should always be like, no, I need to buy more. Unless you're unless you're doing uh, puts on Robinhood, exactly. Don't do that. But in most long term investing cases, that's the time where you should continue buying in. Do you think it's the same thing where it's like you tell the general public to buy and hold, whereas the real thing is it's like monitor them and like, like the, the real. Know. Or do you I, think it's yeah. overall people are probably I, truly better I, just buying and holding? I think everyone's better off buying and holding. I mean, I obviously I bought some like some travel stocks and restaurant stocks and and stuff like that. I wouldn't be doing that if I didn't have the money to lose on stuff like that, though. So I would not tell most people to do that unless they have money that they could lose. Do you want to say the thing that where you like put that money in that one stock and then made like forty dollars or eighty dollars? Yeah, I'll say that. So one of them that that. Like, silly example, but Wirecard, that bankrupt company, for fun, uh, I put two grand in Wirecard because I noticed it was hovering just within, you know, a set range. And I figured, well, you know, if, if I could time, it was literally bouncing. Like, you had these two levels, and it would just bounce between them. So I figured, well, I may as well just try to buy towards the low and then set, you know, a limit. And so it automatically sells when it reaches a certain point. I made, like, 80 bucks on that. But I had to invest two thousand. Like I was prepared to you made lose eighty dollars off two thousand. Yeah, but I was prepared to lose that, and that was within a few hours. But I was prepared to lose it. Like I went in thinking, like this is a gamble, but I was okay making that gamble. I would not be betting like rent money or mortgage money or like money I needed. Right. I mean that is strictly just like. And the company was going bankrupt. Right? The, the next day it went down to like you know I think two days later it was like ninety something cents. And what'd you buy it at? Uh, I bought it at nine dollars and. 60 something and i sold it at nine dollars and 90 something i mean it was funny because you yeah. said like with taxes and everything considered it was like 40 dollars that 40, you made off of a forty two thousand dollar yeah. like investment right. we went and got burritos yeah paid for burritos that's what the was the goal it was a fun little thing for me to do yeah <laughs> that you know don't do this no don't do it. i mean it could i could have easily because it, it after i bought it i think it went down even further and i was down like a hundred and something bucks and i was like ah oh, well you know it happens you know, I had it triggered at like nine. It was going to yeah. automatically sell. So, but uh, anyway, fun little tidbit. Oh, 
cross. So anything, like what else do you want to mention, do you think? So I think that's all we have prepared for this week's episode. Once again, we're very appreciative of everything. It's uh, crazy. And thanks to Road, we got uh, yeah. we got new audio, we got uh, new subscribers, we got exactly. new s- like buttons being smashed. So thank you so much. And uh, by the way, this should sound very, very good, but this is our first time actually ever using it. So if there's anything off, it's probably on my end, That's your not thoughts. on Road's end. Yeah. So just be aware of that. Cool. And uh, yeah, thanks again, Road. Cool. Should we do our outro? Yeah, you want to do that? Cool. Outro? Yeah. So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. Really appreciate it. Make sure to destroy the like button, subscribe button, and notification bell. Also, feel ah, also you know I'll keep that in. Also, feel free add us on Instagram. You post it pretty much daily, so if you want to be a part of it there, feel, feel free, free to, to add us there. Add us there, and then get your two free stocks down below in the description for Weevil. When you deposit hundred dollars, you're gonna be ah, I can't talk today. You're gonna to be getting two free stocks when you deposit hundred dollars. One of those stocks is gonna be worth all the way up to one thousand four hundred dollars. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep the mistakes. In yeah, the we'll keep it raw. That's real. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, uh, so with that said, you guys, thank you thanks so much. so much for watching, and until, until next, next time. time. Cool. Good. What do you think about it?